individuals, young or old. Right, and to piggyback off what you said, I mean, even though things change, it's pretty much the same because it's it's nothing new under the sun, right? Absolutely. We we do, dealing with the same trials and tribulations that our ancestors dealt with. Correct, you know? just different times. We got more technology now, right? And we're way more knowledgeable. We have more access now, so it's a lot of shortcuts. At let's do this comparison. I grew up in the encyclopedia area. Right. We are now in the Google area. Right. You right. know, so it's like. Hey, if we would have had Google back then, I would have been on. Right, for you real. Know, if so. I could have just talked to Siri, hey, Siri, what's the answer to this question? Correct. Man, my GPA would have been 4.0. That part. You feel me? <laughs> Wouldn't be no reason for no C's. At all. Yeah. So it's just a different time, but it also goes to being able to respect where you came from and the hard work that you had to put in in order to get what you needed. Right. You know, everything didn't come easy, so you had to be on the grind. And if you wanted people to know you, you had to get out there, whereas social media has changed that because mm. it's just simple to just log in. And everybody has a platform. Everybody has a voice. Whereas before, you really had to grind in order to be known. Yes. And I'm from that era. Right, right, right. And yeah. to, you know, touch base on that. In this era where everyone is, you know, seeking instant gratification. Correct. I mean, you could actually blow up overnight. One video, you can go viral, right? And that's so stupid to me. Is it really? It is, because I be looking at people like, we tapped into this. I have seen some stupid stuff. Right, I'm sure. That I would never, ever be interested in, and I have to see it. <laughs> but, I mean, we, it's like... This, I, this generation that's so easily amused and entertained. It could be the simplest thing. Yeah. Like so many different challenges they, challenges they do, and it's like, what's what's the purpose behind that? I'll tell you the thing that's trending that's irritating to me right now are the Jordan grays, the 11s, or whatever they are. That's crazy. Like, mm -hmm. why is that even important, and why are y'all paying like $500 for these shoes? I remember when those were like $100. Right, exactly. You know, $80. Yeah. I would never. And you know, hey, I don't knock nobody hustling. Shout out to Jordan, he doing his thing. But oh yeah, Mr. Jordan. Now yeah. I'm not knocking you because that's so damn fools. But I'm just saying, right. I'm talking about me, right now. <laughs> that's just being real. Yeah. And I mean to stand in line for hours and pay all that money for a pair of shoes. I, if I was into them, I would definitely have a plug. Right, right. Because I ain't standing in no lines. I don't blame you. It's not, it's not that serious. I mean, in cold, rainy weather, they still do it. Mm -hmm. It ain't that serious. Yeah. But um, so let me ask you this: Who is your who's your main target? Who are you looking to attract with your with your podcast? Everybody. I don't have a specific demo. I think that inspiration can come from anywhere. I'm inspired by so many people and so many different demos. It's like, you know, you just never know where you will get inspiration from. I got you. And I'm not trying to put you in a box, but you know, a lot of times we we look for a certain niche. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A specific audience, like. If you had to build your your audience, you know what I'm saying? It's not a certain age range, not a certain, you know. It's really not, seriously. Yeah, it's broad. Because, like I said, I do like to work with kids. Okay. And um, I did, at one time before the pandemic, I was um, working with different youth organizations. Uh, one of my favorites is Life Skills Youth. And I would do vision board parties with middle school and high school kids, and the things that they would come up with just intrigued me. Okay. You know, the mind of a child in this generation is amazing. Um, that's how I learned about YouTubers, 
and different things like that because it's like, what do you want to be? Oh, I'm going to be a big YouTuber. I'm right. going to be a big gamer. Right, right. That, they make money. Oh, my God. Crazy money. Uh, seven figures. It's, yes. it's ridiculous. And I learned a lot from those kids and the different things that they aspire to be. Totally different from our answers. Oh, I'm going to be an attorney, a teacher, right. different things like that. It's right. just totally different now. Yeah. And I love working with kids a lot and then you know when they have questions for me about why did I do radio and different things like that you know it's just sharing for it's sure. a sharing part of it I like that and you know, so as far as what you do what what were the requirements to be a radio personality I got on as a contest really mm -hmm. are you serious I didn't have any experience okay I was a rapper Okay. At least I thought I was an aspiring rapper. Okay. And so my sister, she was like, hey, it's a contest. You should get on the radio since you're rapping and just get your, put your music on. We thought I could just take my CD up there and put it in the CD player okay. and play it, but it doesn't work like that. And it was a very long contest. I think it lasts 10 weeks or something. Whoa. There were about, I think it started with 22 to 16 people. Mm -hmm. And we just went from one contest to the next to the next in the process of elimination. So, yeah. Wow. But you made it out on top. I did. I'm wow. still here. Wow. And how many years ago was it? This was in 2002. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what's up. I wasn't even, I think, was I 21 then? I don't think so. So, yeah. So, you've been at it for 20 years? Yes. Whoa. It's a grind. Wow. Mm -hmm. You've been 92.3 for 20 years? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ooh. That's amazing. So, what, um, I know with everything, you have trials and tribulations. You have ups and downs. Mm -hmm. What were some of the uh, trials and tribulations when you started that journey? I struggled with people and all of the attention. Really? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and not to, you know, stereotype women or anything, but a lot of women like attention. I was never uh, really a club person or things like that. Like, I just like to write my music and I like to record. I'm a creative person. So, I... Um, spend a lot of time to myself in okay. studios and different things like that because being around a lot of people can disrupt your energy and your thought process. Definitely. So I was more of an introvert mm -hmm. and I struggled with um, getting out, but I did definitely adjust it. I learned how to be out, you mm -hmm. know, because they were like, you got to promote yourself. People need to know you and different right. things they like that. They want to see you. Correct. Yeah, they want to put a face to the skirt. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was absolute back then. Absolute. Okay. Yeah. What changed the name? Well, when I got on the morning show. Oh. Yeah. So it was like an evolution of my radio career. Okay. Yeah. Because I started off doing nights, and it was like three more people, well, two more people in the studio, and it was just, it was challenging. So is that is that environment is that a competitive? It is. It is mm -hmm. among your your peers. That you when I started, it was definitely yes. Really. Mm -hmm. So you like competing to hold your position? We were all fresh off the contest for the most part. There were only a couple of people who had already been there, and the rest of us we were trying to learn. We had to learn how to work the equipment. We had to learn how to speak, what not to say, um, and yeah, and different things like that that right. you would just generally say in just like a conversation with friends. Right. It doesn't sound good. Right. So learning how to 
articulate and come across the airwaves and still be entertaining was a process. What about your content? How do you get your content? Oh, I'm always, I, I've always loved content because I read. I, I subscribe, I used to subscribe to magazines. I have the internet now, okay. so I don't have to worry about magazines or anything like that. I can just get blog notifications to my phone. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, just, that was never an issue for me. Okay. Yeah. Because I know you always up to date with everything that's trending. I mean, you're on it. I love to read. I'm a reader. I'm big on literacy. Um, it's just one of my favorite pastimes. That's fundamental. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Absolutely. That's what's up. So, having, you know, being able to adjust and you, you got used to, you know, dealing with the attention, right? Mm-hmm. Besides, besides that, what other trials did you, did you deal with? Um... That was the main one, huh? <laughs> um, you know, I, it, getting along with people because for me, I, it was just a challenge because you just never knew what to expect from people. So it was just kind of always like keep your guards up. Like everybody trusts no one is what someone told me. Mm. So that was an adjustment, especially in just your day to day. It's just like, gosh, <laughs> it's very, it's, it's very demanding mm. mentally. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, but it is what it is. Sounds like a dog dog world. It is the competition. That's ooh. Well, when you're competing, you want hosting gigs. You want to work. You want to be out there. So. You are constantly trying to stay ahead of the pack. You are constantly trying to be in demand. It's just one of those things. But, I mean, I don't... Some people go about things on the up and up, and some people don't. So you have to figure out what's going on around you and how to play your position. What's up? Don't let nobody kill your energy. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> no. I got you. So... <clears throat> Um, so with, with your position with 90, 92.3, mm-hmm. has that given you leverage as far as, you know, doing other things and, you know, maybe starting a brand or build a business? Does that, is that a plus? Yes. I mean, people are familiar with me. They know me. Um, I have found over the years that listeners, they really do um, become attached I guess you could say it's kind of like tuning into your favorite TV show every week when it comes on you get familiar with the characters and you kind of like you feel like you know them almost like with your favorite artist right you know so yeah and I like that part of it you know when I'm out and I get to meet people who are really genuine um, that's one of the perks of the business I think is okay. getting their love back do you uh you ever have any bad experiences with listeners? Maybe some that they may not they might not like to stay with the it. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. They just come with the territory. Huh? Definitely, everybody's not gonna like you, and I accept that because I don't like everybody. Right. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Most definitely. So how do you <laughs> how do you respond to it? I don't. You don't. I don't know them. Okay. <laughs> they know they know you. Yeah, yeah, but it's I mean like okay back to social media, um, you know people. Oh, I'm not listening anymore because Skirt said this or she's that and all that stuff. And people will tag me and be like, oh, do you know this person? And I never respond. I don't care about that because everybody's entitled to their opinion. I mean, I've seen celebrities do some things that I don't particularly like. I don't attack people, though. 
everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And you might not like me today, but you'll like me tomorrow. Right. I'm right. pretty likable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's, I guess that's the best attitude to have about it because if you were to listen to all the comments and, and let that get under your skin, it'd probably drive you crazy, huh? Yeah. You can't please everybody. That's true. That's true. And if you try, you're going to be stupid, like running around in a circle, like, oh, they didn't like this. Let me do this. Right. I said what I said. Exactly. <laughs> I said what I said. Yeah. You know. And I'm sure it's more people that love you for that than hate you. I focus on people who support me. I don't mm -hmm. focus on haters. I don't worry about that because right. I'm not here for them. Exactly. So, um, what 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 gave you the title? Um, it's universal. Universal language. Universal language. What what did you come with the title? It took me about a year really? to come up with that. Yes, it was a process getting my podcast together because I knew that the title of it would be very important and it had to pretty much announce the tone for what I was going to be doing. And I knew that I didn't want to be in just one lane because I feel like I am very, um, I guess, versed in different things. I'm pretty good with conversation and mm -hmm different people. I love people, you know? So one day I'm telling you, I had been writing. I just had been writing like, I need a name. I need a name. I went through so many names over time. And I was just like, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. And one day I was out and I was just kind of vibing, riding, thinking, I was like, I'm ready to start my podcast, but I need a name. And it just popped up and I called my friend and I was like, Hey, what do you think about this name? And that's it. Universal language. Mm -hmm. It makes perfect sense, though. It makes perfect sense. You know, since you're you're diverse and you're going to, you know, cater to all people, right? Yeah. So it's, it's universal. Everybody can tune in. Correct. See, I've done when I was when I first launched, I had authors. I had a couple of uh, a few authors come on my show. I had uh, artists, entrepreneurs, people in the community. Also, um, people who had been in the news for different things do like an update on where they are now. Um, uh, we talked about exposing down low men. And yeah, the conversations, they definitely range. But that is a thing, though. You can't think that you're dealing with somebody and your lifestyle is a secret, but that person is not keeping their lifestyle a secret. Mm. They don't have to keep it a secret, but there are dangers when a person that's not keeping it a secret gets in their feelings and they feel like, I have all this about you and I'm going to expose it. Wow. I've seen it happen and I've seen and I've heard stories where people lose their lives over it. It's believe. dangerous, yeah. you know, especially <laughs> for people who are living in denial. Mm -hmm. So... I had a conversation with someone. We had a whole show about it. And I just feel like, you know, it's just one of those things mm. that I felt like it is a topic, especially in our culture, because we do see a lot of that down low mentality. Wow. <clears throat> Y'all covering some. Everything. Some deep stuff. Nothing is off limits. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> Nothing is off limits on my show. Okay. The edgier, the better. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Definitely have more people engaged. Yeah. yeah. People like to. They, you know, they like the drama, you know, they like the, I guess I would say raw. They want the raw uncut. And the point of view, because you may not ever come in contact 
with someone who is in that life. And so to have a platform where they're having those conversations that you've heard of or it's something that's trending, it, it's, it's a way for you to be knowledgeable, you know? Definitely. So they can be educated. Correct. Wow. So I don't, I don't see that you're going to have any problem gaining, you know what I mean, and building your audience, but what are some of the, the methods are, are you planning to use to, uh, you know, build your audience? Uh, 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 those are surprises. Really? Yes. Oh my those God. are surprises. I'm working on some promo stuff, so it'll be different things. I don't want to give it away right now because everything is a process and it's in the works, and I just kind of like to keep that stuff to myself. Yeah, I understand. I completely understand. You don't have one that you would like to share? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. There's, there's no problem. Um, so once you do, you know, you establish your platform, you get it, you know, you get mm -hmm. it to where you want it. What, uh, what ways do you plan to keep their attention to retain them? Just, you know, keeping up with what's trending and, you know, researching, you know, people, um, I've had previously when I first started, people would, um, introduce me to people who they thought would be an interesting person to come on and talk about what's going on. I've had people who are heavily involved in the community and um, I wanted them to get that exposure because of the work that they were doing. I thought it was awesome. And, you know, just being able to reach those different outlets, especially for our communities, because sometimes people don't have those resources. And if you hear about something and you give someone a platform where they can provide that knowledge, right. I think that I feel like I've done my job. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah you definitely provide a service yeah. that's, that's needed. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Thank you. Um, I know you mentioned that you were doing music prior to radio. I don't do it anymore. Okay. I was curious. <laughs> so you don't, no more music. No. You don't ghostwrite or nothing. I haven't in a long time. Okay. Um, I do dibble and dab, but I don't share with anybody. Um, during the pandemic, I started working on a book, like actually a couple. I just had all these characters come into my head. It's kind of slowed up right now, but um, I do want to finish those projects. I've always been a creative writer, and so when my creativity came back, then I just started writing, or I would get on my laptop and just let it all out. Well, I need you to fiction yes okay some of them are kind of based on some truth but you don't ever expose people at least i don't okay i'll just make you a character you keep it secret <laughs> huh if they read it they'll know who they'll know who they are huh possibly you never know <laughs> that sounds like me, but it wasn't that going. It wasn't all that going on. You know, you got to get a little extra in those books. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to, you know, embellish on the truth a little bit. I love those urban fiction uh, writers because okay. that stuff be so wild. That's they got me through the pandemic. That's your genre. That's what you like. I mean, yeah, right now. Okay. But I read a lot. Of, I like reading bios too. You know, um, Michelle Obama. Hers becoming was very inspiring. Um, I liked Oprah, even though that's a little bit older, but mm -hmm. it was just some books that are very inspiring to me. Right, especially Oprah. She comes from a very humble and beginning. Gosh, it's, you know. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, to look at where she's at now, I mean. Amazing. Wow, it is, man. God is good. Definitely. For real. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, Skirt. Um, 
what um what are some of your dreams, goals, and aspirations moving forward? Moving forward, I do want to um get my podcast back going, but I'm also looking at um I do thing projects in the community, and I'm looking at getting my nonprofit certified a five hundred one c three the Godmother Project. I've just been trying to figure out what I'm going to do with it. I have so many things that I would like to help in, and that's where the Godmother name came from, because that's what a Godmother does. Uh, during the pandemic is when I really came up with it. I knew that, well, actually, a little bit before, but I was kind of sitting on it, mm -hmm. and um, I had got some advice from someone who has been in nonprofit in the nonprofit industry for a number of years, and she told me to work with other people, so that's what I had started doing to kind of get a gist of what all goes into it and um, figure out if that's something that I really wanted to do. So I did that for a few years, actually, and I was like, okay, yeah. So I decided that I was going to do my first event, and I did it during Red Ribbon Week with um, my partner, uh, Hope Johnson. She uh, assisted me with um, what we worked together to do a celebration of hope, which was celebrating people who had been um, free from addiction for a while, who were being productive in the community and different things like that. So that was the first time we did that. Um, I've done some back-to-school projects and different things, and, of course, the mentoring. So um, I have a number of things that I do want to do. I want to really figure out something for foster kids who are aging out because I found out that a lot of them end up homeless. After, yes, after being in foster care, I mean, if they're 18, they have to go. You know, they no longer are getting those uh, stipends that, you know. From that the they, government, so they don't qualify for any assistance. Is that what it is? Well, you know, foster parents receive funds mm -hmm. for the kids, but once they're 18, they've aged out. So usually they got to go, okay. unfortunately. Okay. And some of them, a lot of homelessness, if you, I mean, if you pay attention, you will see a lot of young people on the streets and different things like that. They've aged out. So I'm just trying to figure out a way to help them transition from aging out into getting into the real world, whether it be going to college or getting a trade or figuring out how to get some housing or whatever it is that they need. Right. Well, that's very necessary because we're starting to see the homeless uh, rate increase. Yeah, they it's migrate. Yeah. They're from everywhere. I see the... It's, I'm such an observant person in my surroundings. I see those, uh, like, how they make those, they have those tents and stuff set up in different places. And, you know, they make them leave. That's their home. Right, right. You know, so it's like they move around the city. They're needing money. It, it's just a lot. So I just feel like there's something in my heart that I would like to help with. That's awesome, man. It's, it's much needed. It is. It mm -hmm. is. Definitely, you know, extend a helping hand. That's amazing. Yeah. So what about these uh, What about these books? When you gonna, when you going to wrap them up? I don't know. I've looked at other, because I'm yeah. like, why is it taking me so long to write? And why am I writing in spurts? Because I will get a creative rush, and I'll just write, 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 write. And then it'll be like, that's it. Really? And then it'll come back. Okay. But it may be like two or three months. And I've heard that. Like, I had a friend who wrote a book. Oh, my God, it was so bomb. And it took her a long time to finish the book. But it was very well put together, very well done. She didn't rush it. So 
I'm just doing the same thing with my project. And like I said, I just started. So I'm just learning the formatting and how to grow your characters and different things like that because you have to research. When you start talking about these characters, like a book that I'm working on now, I don't even have a title for it, but one of the characters, she's a very successful marketing person, top in her city, but she committed a very crazy crime. And people are like, what the hell is wrong with her? Like they never expected it. But her, she was off her meds mm. and it started when she was a child, but she got help for it. But somehow, I guess the chemical imbalance. So I'm having to research different things about these type of mental illnesses oh. because <clears throat> I don't want it to sound like, what is she talking about? Right, right, right. So this is, it's, it's fiction, but it could, it could very much so be nonfiction. This could really happen. Correct. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. I try to go to different uh, workshops about book writing and character building and stuff like that. I've been to a couple around the city from people who have actually written books and completed them. Yeah. So I'm always learn I always like to gain knowledge and grow. Right. Yeah. So and you only write when your creative juices are flowing. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise I'm just gonna be sitting there. Right. Looking like, oh, where's on the page? Yeah, and I think that's probably <laughs> that's probably best because that's when you really feel it instead of just forcing yourself to do it. That seems like homework or something. I can't force it. It's yeah. like a bad song, mm. <laughs> in my opinion, you know. So. Yeah, people put out bad songs all the time. Yeah, I don't want to be that. I, I don't you. want to do the one here wonder. Okay, <laughs> I got you. I got you. So, what what ways do you um like continue to grow as far as your your radio personality? Um, it's so many cool people on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of look at different styles and incorporate my own. Cause I feel like I have a pretty cool, genuine style about myself. And um, for people who like went to college, cause I just never could finish. Um, but I have like trades and stuff like that or whatever. But um, yeah, so I just kind of like, oh, okay. So yeah, that's the reporting style. So yeah, when I do this, I need to kind of incorporate something like this. I'm always trying, I'm always open to evolve and grow. Right, right. But I mean, just an investment in yourself. You know what I mean? Continuing to learn and just ex expand, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, so moving forward, getting ready to relaunch. Mm -hmm. Um, what's the what's the date for the first episode? I haven't set one yet, but it is soon. <laughs> yes, it's very very soon. I actually have an interview on Sunday, okay. but it will not release on Sunday. Okay. So yeah. And what what platforms will you be uh, sharing it? Working on that now. Working on that now because previously I was doing it on Facebook, but I definitely want to expand my reach. Okay. Past okay. that. So, yeah. you just Facebook Live? Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's up? Quite a few viewers? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. That's what's up. Um, so, let me ask you this. What advice would you give any uh, aspiring entrepreneurs that's looking to get started in whatever business they might be interested in? I would say. Do your research. Do your research and make sure that you are prepared for whatever it is that you as aspire to do. You have to be knowledgeable. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, so, I didn't ask you this. Well, do you have any, any mentors, any, anyone that you look to for advice or counsel? Um, 
I try to surround myself with people who are knowledgeable in different things that I'm not, who have strengths in my weak areas. So I guess they are my mentors. It's just my circle. Okay, okay. <clears throat> and I mean, a mentor doesn't necessarily have to be um, like Barack Obama or, or you know, just some big thing. I'm just saying, like, just somebody that you look to for advice. Like, you know, they always have good input. Sound advice. Mm. Yeah, just my circle. You okay. know, just friends. And I have a lot of friends that are entrepreneurs. And, um, you know, that's something that I aspire to do. With my nonprofit, um, I'm also licensed in insurance, so that's pretty competitive. And um, I'm actually just getting started with that, and I definitely will be expanding into other things. So I have a few plans. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to speak too much on it because I'm just getting started, and right. I just want to make sure when I announce it, I'm very knowledgeable about everything that I have going on, and I have ways that you can contact me exactly. so yeah i completely understand anything um that you would like to share with our viewers before we before we tune out yes you can follow me on facebook idris turner tap into my um universal language podcast on facebook as well i'm on instagram at skirt with the dirt um let me see and i'm on tiktok Minton B star M-T-O-M-B-I star. That's my middle name, so it's not a fake name. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. I'm getting used to TikTok. I like it. Hey, it's it's taking off, man. It's, it's, TikTok is so fun. Man. Yeah. And people is going viral on there, like, left and right. Correct. I right. love it. It's fun. It is. It is. Yeah. Entertaining. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate you for coming through and being with us. Taking Thank you time for having me. Yep, and we wish you well on all your future endeavors. Oh, and don't forget to listen to Power 92 each weekday to the Broadway Joe Morning Show. I'm on every morning from 6 until 9. Yep, yep. Y'all tune in to the schedule. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up.